This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network, the least topical podcast on the internet. Today's topic was the best friend bracket. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafuri. And I'm Adam Lustig. And folks, this is episode number 314. And Adam, yep. you pointed out, what does the yep. number 314 immediately bring to mind? Pi. P-I. <laughs> the uh, happy the Pi famously... Day. Happy Pi Day to you. The famously et, uh, uh, never-ending, infinite, infinitely decimal-placed... Uh, is that that's what it is right and it has something to do with like the it's the diameter of the circle or like circumference of a circle or something but it's the reason that pi is so famous is because the decimal never ends i think (laughs) i so you're telling me um that pi is the only number where it never ends can't we just all come up with a number that we're like and it never ends i don't know what makes you don't know what makes pi pi i don't i I forget, like, the contextual relevance of pi, of why it's important, why, like, 22 over 7 is important. I know that it has mm-hmm. something to do with with um, with uh, the, a circle, with, like, deciphering the, either the circumference or the radius of a circle. But I know okay. that, like, when you divide 7 or, like, 22 over 7, or when you calculate for pi, it's 3.14 is the shorthand. But, like, it had, like it's that after decimal point uh numerals like go on forever like it's an infinite numeral (laughs) or whatever i'm not explaining this right and that is the weekly promised math lesson that you will (laughs) that's what that's what you came here here for yep that's why they're here that's why they're here everything else is extra like jokes adam do you want to hear a joke i just came up with i would absolutely love to did you hear that lance bass opened up a bakery no i didn't hear that yeah it's called pie 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 Thank you. Okay, it's not a math problem. Well done. It's not a math explanation, but it's the best I could do. (laughs) Pie, 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 pie. pie. (laughs) That's good. All right, so Adam, it is episode number three hundred and fourteen, and it is also National Best Friend Day, according to the internet. As, as you know, sometimes it's International Donut Day, sometimes yes. it's Rocking Chair Day, sometimes yes. it's, you get it, every day has a day. Has a day, that's right. According to Twitter.com, today is National Best Friend Day. Aww. Okay. So, we've done seven brackets um, to date. Adam. Yes, yes. We've done seven brackets to date. And yes. An idea that we had stumbled upon, um, and this is all going to come full circle if you're wondering why I mentioned National Best Friend Day, it will yes. come back. Yes. The reason why we started doing brackets is because we kind of wanted to see the best in certain categories, but we ultimately yep. wanted to know what would be the best of the best. Of the, how right. do you do that? You create eight different brackets that create their own individual winner, <laughs> and then you eventually pit them up against one another to find out what is the best of the best. Well, Adam, I did some soft math today, and I learned wow. that we have done seven brackets. Wow. The rules of our so, brackets require eight categories, which means right. that we need to do one yep. more bracket to determine one more best of best so that Correct. we can then do the ultimate best of best when we have our eighth contestant. The bracket bracket. We are, 
makes perfect sense to me. You, we are expe- we are sort of fully committed to the the, the expansive bracket verse, and uh, and this will today's bracket will make bracket number eight, setting us up for the ultimate bracket bracket. So Correct. yeah, this is this Correct. is huge. This is huge. Yeah. And to honor National Best Friend Day, you and yeah. I decided, Adam, our eighth bracket will determine from NBC's Must See TV. <laughs> I believe it came in right before the hit show Seinfeld. I think it's friends, did. big yes. friends. We are going <laughs> yeah. to determine who was the best friend. Friend, <laughs> yeah, exactly. As in character from the NBC sitcom Friends. This um, is going to be the best friend. Bracket. Correct. Today we will correct. determine the best friend in Friends. Okay, Adam. Yeah. So, like all the other bracket episodes, we have determined who the eight contestants within this game will be. Yes. Before we hit record, we have since hit record. I'm going to tell the listeners now the eight contestants vying to be the winner of this best friend bracket and simultaneously (laughs) moving on to the best of the best those contestants are. (laughs) Yes. Actually, I will say I will say the actor actress's real name and you tell me you can tell me their um, their, um, character name. Okay, perfect. Courtney Cox. Oh, God. Uh, uh, Oh, Jesus. Oh God! Um, she was not Rachel or Phoebe, but oh boy, nope. Swinging on a miss. This is must see. Can't remember. <laughs> this is must see podcasting. Who Court- was Courtney Cox? At? Yeah, yeah, it was Ross's sister, and her name, of course, she used to be chubby, and he teased her a lot for it. And her name is <laughs> uh, Phoebe, Rachel, and Denise. No, Denise! <laughs> Denise! <laughs> um, God, So we damn. are going to be the judges determining who is the best of the best friends, and we yeah. don't know all no, of the characters' <laughs> names. Adam, you have Courtney named Con- literally every other character. The yeah. character who you couldn't what think was of was name? Monica Geller. Monica, of course, Monica Geller. Duh, obviously. We've got Monica, Monica. we've got Rachel, we've got yeah. Joey, we've got yeah. Chandler, we've got Phoebe, we've got Ross. The big yeah. six, some yeah. might say. Who are the other two um, challengers in this The Best Friend bracket? We've got Gunther. The waiter. Everyone remembers him uh, from the Bl- coffee shop. Sometimes, sometimes he would bleach his hair blonde. It was the 90s. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. the eighth character, the location itself, Central Perk. We're calling it. it Coffee Shop. Coffee Shop. All right, uh, contestants. One more time, Adam. Yes. Rachel, Monica, Joey, Chandler, Phoebe, Ross, Gunther, Coffee Shop. Yes. <laughs> Now, okay. and just, just to widen out for a little bit of a broader personal context, uh, but what, what is your personal relationship with the sitcom Friends? Because mine is, mine is fairly casual. I, mine, I, watched, I watched enough Friends to feel like I know what's going on. I think in Great. the later seasons when um, Ross started, no, spoiler alert, a lot of spoiler yeah. alerts here, folks. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> From a 20-year-old Ross, sitcom. Yeah. Ross either ruins Rachel's wedding or then gets married to her or both. That's when I started oh. to fall out of it because I just aged out a little bit. But I've watched right. enough Friends episodes and Friends reruns to know that I'm going to feel confident about this. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. My my, I, I'm with you. Although uh, <laughs> I couldn't remember Monica's name. Not right. a good start. Uh, bad but, start. Uh, bad start. Um, but I too, you know, it was like uh, right in our sort of like teenage wheelhouse. There, we were like, mm-hmm. you know, of our teen years. 
years. Uh, to mm-hmm. me, it a little bit was the Seinfeld appetizer. Like Seinfeld totally. was the main Huge. course. That's what I was there for. Uh, that was my appointment TV and friends and then whatever that 830 slot was, be it the single guy or whatever. That's what I kind of had to f- <laughs> had to fight through to get to uh-huh. Seinfeld. But um, friends, it's it's an iconic, it was a slightly an iconic less show. sarcastic, like a slightly less salty Seinfeld. They all still hung right. out in the same apartment. They all yeah, kind exactly. of had irreverent lives and it was all That's just right. about their social dynamics, but they were just a little less salty and grating than the characters in Seinfeld. That's right. A little easier to go down. That's right. And one of the things that made it so novel, and I'm sort of asking this, not saying it, but um, is one of the things that made Friends, beyond the wonderful performances, clever writing, and just, you know, general charm, um, is one of the things that made it so sort of quote-unquote groundbreaking was because um, previous to that, sitcoms were about literal families or couples, and like there really mm-hmm. hadn't been like a sitcom about like none of these people are married. It's just like a group of contemporary pals, and right. like not there's not one lead. It's like about all six of them kind of equally, and they're all peers and pals, and like that's what sort of that felt fresh at the time. Am it's I mis- true. Is that- it seems yeah, like all cool. sitcoms were family-based sitcoms, right. and you right. had those dynamics of you knew how dads acted and yeah. moms behaved, and the sister-brother yeah. dynamic. But this yeah. was about friends. Yes, it was about friends. Yes, it wasn't about family. <laughs> this one was about friends. Correct. <laughs> Correct. So it's, it's a clever name. Ultimately, it's yeah. a pretty clever name. I think that there was a time where Harvard Sailing Team was trying to like sell a web series or something. Yeah. Like, and we it was either going to be called. Friends 2, T-O-O. Oh, God, that's funny. <laughs> friends 2. Like friends Stop also. It. Stop it. <laughs> or more friends. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's so yep. funny. Yep. Oh, my okay. God. So, Adam, great. what we need to do is we need to take okay. these eight characters and we need to seed them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I will say that I think one of the biggest things to come out of the Friends universe, of course, all the relationships and joy that yes. brought us, yes. was Chandler Bing's... Style of telling a joke. Uh, could it could. be more sarcastic? Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Chandler. <laughs> could Thank I you, Chandler. be more of a sarcastic guy? I yeah. think that that I think that in and of itself fights for the one seed. I think so too. The only competition that I would throw up there is the ubiquitousness of uh, Jennifer Aniston was such a star, and Rachel, like the Rachel, was the haircut, like was yes. the in demand haircut. So like the cultural yep, right. footprint of Chandler's sarcasm. Rachel. You're right. You're oh, you right. think so? Wow. Dang. Yes. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I mean, Rachel was beloved by both sides. Like men loved yes. Rachel. Women yeah, loved yeah. Rachel. Men yeah. wanted to be Rachel. <laughs> It still do exactly. I would. I w- there was times in my life where I was like, she seems like she has the best life. She looks yeah, like that. She seems so cool. Yeah, jeans, yeah, exactly. jeans. jeans. Look at those jeans. No, totally. Rachel's getting Rachel, the one. And Rachel's I think Chandler the gets the two, right? Because I think you're yep. right. Yep. All right. Chandler Could I be two. more of a two seed? Yeah. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Love that. My gut has Joey yeah. at the three. I feel well, like yeah. Joey is just that innocent dum dum. The only one with his own spinoff. He, he did have a spin-off. The all, he did, the have, he, he did cash in. He did cash in. His own spin-off. Can you Joey name another three. LeBlanc vehicle? Um, yeah, well, that Outside TV show. Of the epi- Joey episodes. Verse? Yeah, that TV Same. show episodes. Oh, episodes. There okay. was that show where he He's... played, I think, himself. <laughs> he, okay. <laughs> I'm very sure he played So himself. Matt LeBlanc either plays Matt LeBlanc or Joey. That's, That's right. his contract. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. My question is, is Joey better than Phoebe? Because Phoebe's pretty great. We know that Phoebe's had a great. We know that we know that Lisa Kudrow is beloved outside of the show as well. 
beloved, beloved. And Phoebe was yeah. Phoebe was the Kramer of the Friends verse, and that it was mm. like she was she was bringing the out of left field kook. She was she like was, she kook was personified. She yep. was gonna say the random thing. She was like the clown, the clownishest of the gang. I would say, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. totally iconic character. Joey and Phoebe between the three. That's tough. That's a toss up. I would. Maybe give the nod to Joey, I guess. But again, it's I don't know. What do you think? I think it's, you're right. Congrats, okay, Joey. Cool. Putting Fe- Joey gets the three. Phoebe gets the four. I think that's right. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. We still have Rachel and Ross, who maybe uh, were cl- written to be irritating. Monica, Monica and Ross, Monica, the siblings. Oh yeah, sorry, Monica and Ross. Excuse yeah. me. Right. So we have yeah. the siblings. Happy to report they're not going to face off against one another in the first round. That's good. That's we good. have. So we have Ugh. Monica Ross Gunther Coffee Shop. Let me ask you this. Does Gunther or Coffee Shop take out um, either of the Gellers? Or do the Gellers have to get the five and six seeds? It would be, on its face, rude for an inanimate coffee shop, uh, which, granted, was very much a character in the show, as we all know. Thank you. Um, So very much. But it would be a little rude to the sort of the legacy of Monica and Ross as fictional characters to put a a sort of a guest star, like a waiter or a coffee shop above them. Agreed. uh, So then, whatever. So then, then, let's let's start on the seven. Eight, do you think that Gunther was more important than the coffee shop, or was the coffee shop more important than Gunther? With all due respect to Gunther, with all due respect, with all due... With all Same. due respect, the cop like the coffee shop will long li- uh, outlive Gunther. It was there before he got there. We'll be there afterwards. He was coffee simply shop a cop. Gets the seven. I think so. Exactly. Has to. Wow, Has to Gunther. At this point, <laughs> he, when Gunther got the nod that he was even going to be included in the bracket, he was like, he was, right, I've got a shot." Yeah. After yeah. that, he knows he doesn't have a shot. It's nothing but disrespect from here on out. Yep. All right, let's get the Gellers on the board. We have a five yeah. and a six. Is there a better Ooh. Geller? Straight up, better Geller. Oh, gosh. I don't know. I mean, I couldn't remember Monica's name. Monica, um, I don't know. Monica Ross. I think that they gave they gave Monica, because if I'm not mistaken, Monica sort of ends up with Chandler at the end of the series in a twist. I think they mm. get, like, married or whatever. So I think I they like gave Monica, Monica the five. Let's I do it. Like Throw Ross her in there. is a mopey, dopey, doodah he's a, day. He's a doodah day. Let's put him at the six. All right, Mon. Yeah. Mon yeah. gets the five. Ross at the six. Okay, we got, we, best friend. Folks, we got it. We've got a best friend bracket. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna read it off to the people at home. Mm-hmm. One eight, Rachel Gunther. Yeah, <laughs> that has been a relationship in the works throughout the dynamic of this entire show. And yeah, Rachel yep. versus Gunther. Two, <laughs> yeah. Chandler versus Coffee Shop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Then it gets more interesting. <laughs> Three six, Joey Ross. Oh, heavyweights. Good. That's a heavyweight out good, there. Good. Good. Folks, it only gets heavier. Yeah. Only gets heavier. Yeah. Monica versus Phoebe. Icons all. Icons all. Icons. Yeah. Once this again, Rachel versus Gunther, Chandler versus Coffee Shop, Monica, Phoebe, <laughs> Ross versus Joey. That's how the first act will. That's Solid. how the first act of this, the best friend Brack, will wrap. Solid. 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 Yeah, really good. Um, what do you say that one of us, it could be me since it's my idea, I'm, I'm happy to do it, um, sings an iconic line from the theme song of Friends to get us in the mood, the, the Perfect. Friends theme song. Perfect. Okay? I'll yeah. sing it. I'll get, us off to, I'll get this off to uh, you know, some sort of act break start, and then we'll come back in, do Great. the first round of this, the best friend bracket. I- and you're there for me too. 
Welcome back to No Joke. Today, Billy and I are doing a best friend bracket, pitting the characters of friends against each other to see who indeed is the top friend. That's right. That's yeah. right. And that was a wonderful rendition of uh, one line from the Rembrandt's iconic theme song, Two Friends, I'll Be There For You. Beautifully sung, Billy. That was really moving. Well done. Adam, yeah. can you – do you think right now if I put the like um, water gun to your head, do you think yes. that you could just speak through some of the lyrics of the song? I can even give you the first lyric if it helps. Yeah, what's the first lyric? So no That's, one told you told life you was going to be that be way. This way. Clap, 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 clap. Dogs are told to something. Love life's DOA. Clap, 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 clap. It's like you're always stuck in second gear. When it hasn't been your day, your week, your month, or even your year. I'll be I'll there, be there yeah. for <laughs> you. Good. Good. Yeah. So, the- <laughs> so you stumbled over one line. Can I give you a second chance Please. to get the whole thing word perfect? Yeah. That ends in DOA. Um, um, that um, was nice. I didn't. I never knew that they said D- your love life's DOA. Your love life is dead on arrival. What's the line that precedes that? Because I don't okay. know the answer. Okay. Um, so uh, no the, one told so you life was going to be, this, be this way. way. Your job's a broken road. Love your, life's your, DOA. Your, your job's, job's a joke. You're broke. Your job's oh. a joke. You're broke. Your love life's DOA. Maybe. Pretty good. I mean, we'll accept. <laughs> we'll accept. <laughs> yeah, do we accept? That's a guess, but it's an educated guess. Uh, it has your job's your a day, jo- your week, your month, or even or your even year. year. But I'll be there yes. for you. Is when that the rain the starts, starts to fall? I'll be yeah. there for you. Yes. What comes after when the rain starts to fall? Uh, when when there's no one to call. Maybe that would make sense, right? That right, would make sense. We're struggling out here. We're yeah. struggling out here. We got a bracket to do. Rain it in, Bill. Let's Rain focus. It in. Let's focus here. Yeah, great. <laughs> this is the best friend bracket. Um, yeah. Let's start with the one eight, Adam. Great. This is a this hair versus one hair. One was on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine. <laughs> one was yeah. a like the most beautiful and coveted Hollywood starlet for yeah. years, and yeah. one is Gunther. Which one do you want to start? <laughs> Well, just to sing Gunther's praises, uh, couldn't tell yes. you the actor's name with, with my life on the line, but we all yes. know that he was the sort of calm, deep be- – he had a beautiful baritone voice, like a yes, deep, he was a, yep. s- soothing, calming, kind of like mm-hmm. – ra- almost like radio DJ type voice. Yes. Uh, like we said, he would occasionally had his ha- uh, have his hair bleach blonde, dyed bleach blonde because it was the 90s. Let's to, give um, a shout out. His name is James Michael Taylor. Uh, hell yeah. I mean, he was amazing. Yeah. He was Iconic amazing. character. He, he truly was. He has the energy where um, it was almost like he was written in to say one line in one episode and everyone yeah. was so charmed by him that they were like, yeah. well, we should bring him back. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. James um, Michael Taylor. I'm not going to uh, – Gunther made such an impression on Friends viewers that Gunther yeah. made it to this bracket. He's in the bracket, folks. I mean, we've, you know, he's, seared, he's seared himself into our consciousness. There's a reason mm-hmm. he's here. You know, mm-hmm. so and I would also welcome. like to say, rest in peace, Gunther. What do you mean? I'm realizing that Gunther passed away six months ago. So rest no. in peace, Gunther. No, that's too bad. That's sad. <laughs> rest yeah, in he, peace. He, he, rest a in genuine, peace. true rest in peace, Gunther. Absolutely, you did your job on the television show, friends. Absolutely, Good job, Gunther. Absolutely. But like moments like that, especially, you know, you get the gang of friends. It's a sitcom with the ensemble. It's nice to have those ancillary characters. And Friends was totally. sort of amazing. Like Friends was such a cultural touchstone that they mm-hmm. got crazy guest stars. I remember Rachel and or Monica and Ross's parents were like Elliot Gould and like Morgan <laughs> Fairchild or something. Like all of the guest <laughs> actors were amazing. Like were just, or Kath, Kathleen Turner was was Chandler's trans 
dad, I think. <laughs> like, they had some really amazing, I'm like, I'm seeing guess- Winona Ryder. I'm seeing Julia Roberts did guest yeah. stars. I saw Paul Rudd, Tom yeah. Selleck. I mean, yeah. Brad Pitt. People wanted to yeah. be on Friends. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. So, like, Gunther definitely occupied us. And that was largely yeah. because, Adam, of yes. Rachel. Big time. We already Big know time. how this round, we already know who wins this round. This is a formality in many ways, yeah. Did you crush on Rachel? Of course. Okay. Obviously, of course. My God, I didn't know if you had a different favorite friend. Um, I think that in terms of like cr- crushability, absolutely. I mean, I'm an Amer- I'm a red blooded American. I mean, I was, I was, no, you're I, right. I could, you know what I mean? I was like 14 and conscious. So like, yeah, mm-hmm. I had a crush on Jennifer Aniston, of course. Wasn't uh, this cute? She could also tell a joke. The she could tell a gang, joke. The whole gang was a good, an attractive group of people who could read sitcom lines. There's something so aspirational about it too. It's like, cause we were what? 14, 15, 16. They're supposed mm-hmm. to be what? Late twenties, I guess. And I guess it's like so. living in the West village and these fo- fabulous palatial studio apartments like none of them seem to ever work and yet they all are rich somehow and it was just like mm-hmm. this is the perfect this is the perfect life and she right. does seem like the perfect person so mm-hmm. she was yeah she was um and like we said the hairstyle almost the hairstyle alone was um was uh, a big part of rachel's legacy we really so. should learn who the person who did hair and makeup on um yeah friends was and it should be called like the cindy or whoever like yeah, exactly made up that hair. That's like, right. Rachel wore it. Jennifer Aniston wore it. It was that's her right. hair, but it was but who conceived styling. it? Exactly. Yes. Well said. Well said. All right, I'm, Adam. Can I just? It seems pretty oh, inevitable. Please. I'm gonna. I'm putting Rachel into the second round. She's walking into the second round. No offense, Gunther, but she's walking. Adam, could you tell me round. what Rachel's last name was in the television show Friends? <laughs> oh, definitely. Oh, wait a minute. Green. Yes, sir. What? How did I know that? How did I know that? Wow. Good okay. That's Good question. Stunning. Good Rachel question. Green. I don't know how I know that, but that's, yeah, oh. that's her. Good job. Um, let's go to another round that's going to be a bloodbath. Great. Going across the aisle. Chandler versus the coffee shop. <laughs> Chandler, Chandler versus, versus the coffee shop. The coffee shop. Yeah. Yeah. Here, here's what I'll say about the coffee shop. Uh, in so many sitcoms, especially in New York sitcoms, and I'm just obviously thinking of Seinfeld and Friends here, the coffee shop really is – it's a cliche to say like it's a character, but it really actually is though, especially yes. in your multicam. Like your coffee shop is so integral to the vibe and to the mood and to the tone of the show that it is like it – is a, it is a heavyweight character in the show. Central it's the Park. bar in Cheers. It's the bar in Cheers. It's huge. Yeah. The show doesn't yeah. work without it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that in you tell me you've done more of them, but I believe in like multicam shows, you have three sets. One is the home of the main protagonist, where a right. lot of like everyone will gather. Yeah. Second is either the bar or coffee shop or the place right. where everyone goes to hang out, and the third is the swing set, where they're allowed to build one stage each episode that will be slightly more dynamic that you'll only see for this episode. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's central. Exactly, so that's, that's central right. Park. Central Perk, exactly. Right. right. There were like the two apartments, and then there was the coffee shop. Um, do you remember the song? We'll get to Phoebe in a second. But do you remember the song that Phoebe sang at Central Perk? Okay, I believe it was called "Smelly Cat." Correct. That was her kind of iconic song. Couldn't tell you how it goes, but I do know that that's what it was. Smelly cat, smelly cat, what oh. are they feeding you? <laughs> smelly cat, smelly cat. It's not your fault. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Thank really, you. my gosh. That was, like, lovely. Thank um, you. I mean, I don't know. So, the, I mean, so, yeah, Central Perk is, um, 
and and like on the Warner Brothers studio lot, I believe that it's like one of the preserved like attractions. Mm-hmm. Like when you go tour the lot, it's like you can sit oh, on the it? couch. Yeah. Oh, really? I I always thought that that was uh, just like the they painted it on the window, evocative, make it feel. Oh, like I, I guess I don't know. I for whatever reason, I feel like when you take a, like a tour of Warner Brothers, like a tour, mm-hmm. you can sit on the couch in okay. Central Park. <laughs> I'm pretty Adam, sure. I, I'm realizing uh, – I believe that. That would make sense. I'm realizing yeah. that we did leave out a side character who dated Chandler. Did we? Oh, um, who's that? Do you remember Janice? Oh, yeah. Yes, I do remember Janice. Yeah. Do you remember Maze. her catchphrase? No. Well, what should I kind of talk oh, like this? Oh, well, my God. That was her catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool. Let's get to Chandler. <laughs> Chandler ta- Chandler basically made us tell jokes a certain way. Everyone mimicked Chandler. You sarcasm. Mimic fashion styles or something. Yes. We, we all started talking like this guy. Sarcasm. Yeah, exactly. Yes. He was like the, the patron. He's almost like the, you know, how in Catholicism, like the patron saint of losing, of like finding lost things. Chandler Bing is in many ways like the patron, the cultural patron saint of sarcasm. It's oh, like patronizing. He, that's a good word. Yeah. Patronizing and sarcasm. They're somewhere in between there. Do you think that that was Matthew Perry's performance style? Or do you think that some director or question. executive producer was like, we have this way? I don't know. Like, you have to almost think that it probably came from the actor himself yes. or something. Or just like the way that he could deliver lines. He was just so snarky and just so witty. And like that's kind of annoying, like I said, sarcastic sort mm-hmm. of offhanded way and it just mm-hmm. was so appealing and funny and yeah. he could talk real fast they gave him a lot of like wordy clever dialogue mm-hmm. and he they, they all just nailed it i mean he was incredible um, so i could basically tell you what most of the careers uh, were for the cast of friends like yeah. what they're like fictional i couldn't tell you what chandler did could you tell me what chandler did well i th- like I think the no. First of all, no. But I think that okay. the joke. Was, I think the joke was he was one of the only ones with a quote unquote real job. But I don't right. know if they because like it was like Joey's a dumb out of work actor. But like Chandler's always like, well, one of us has to go to work. But like I couldn't even tell you what. I don't know what his job was actually. <laughs> okay, maybe we'll look it up in the act break. We probably maybe. won't. Yeah, yeah. So if you're like, don't don't hang on to that. Yeah, if you're don't listening hold to us to that. Right now, yeah. You're like, I just can't wait until we find out what Chandler did. We might forget. So I just want to curb your kind of expectations. Yes. But I do want to say this, Bill. I mean, like, look, I know Chandler is the two seed here. I know that he's mm-hmm. a beloved character. But okay. here's the thing. I, I posit this question to you. Okay. Sh- in, my, in my opinion, the show okay. Friends does not work without the coffee shop. But could there be a version of Friends that would be a successful show without Chandler? It's like, to me, like, which one is actually more expendable, if at all? You know what I mean? I, I, I'm, just, I'm just tossing it out okay, there. Okay, you mean, got me thinking. It's like, you got me thinking. My honest answer, yeah. I think Chandler is much more important than the coffee Makes shop. It. Okay, fair enough. They'd find another place to hang out. If Central Park didn't exist, they'd go to the arcade across the street or whatever. I think he was the most bankable comedy from every Good episode. Good call. Good call. He and, Joey had, he and Joey had pet ducks. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. His <laughs> dynamic with Joey, his like, he, his better, his holier than thou, but the pie always falling in his face. I think you yes. need Chandler amongst the I men. I think you're right. I think you're right. One of the jokes that sticks with me forever is um, he was missing a lot of mail or his mail was addressed to Chanandler Bong. If you remember, yes. that was a, oh, yes. I don't know why I that do runs through my head. That. But. <laughs> I do remember <laughs> that, which shows the strength of the show. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. Chanandler Bong. 
Like that's uh, just a joke. That's just <laughs> yeah, a joke on uh, yeah. a sitcom right. at some time in human history. But that's stuck, stuck with, with me. us. This show mattered stuck, somehow. Stuck with me. So yeah, let's not overthink this here. There's a reason he's the two. There's a reason he's an icon. Um, there's a reason that he elevated sarcasm to a sort of Michelangelo-esque level. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I think we might have our answer. Chandler moves on. Moving over to the so. three six. Yeah. This is our first human v human. Well, I, sorry, Gunther. <laughs> no, sorry, no Gunther. <laughs> Sorry, so, Gunther. You're not a human. Well, this you're is our waiter. first real yeah. human v human. Mm-hmm. It's Joey versus Ross. Yeah, I, I mean, Jesus. Uh, One of the main cast members will die in this very die. special episode slash die. round yes, exactly. of the best friend bracket. There was something so funny that I, I remember reading like a funny think piece about friends. And I think we even talked about this, but it was like speaking. And again, this is like this is a classic, annoying, it meaningless, like no one asked for this internet think piece. But it was like why friends was indicative of like the death of intellectualism. And it said that because Ross was a scientist, if you remember his job, he was a paleontologist. Yes. And and that when in the show, Friends, whenever he brought up his work or science, he was mocked. And they were like, you yes. nerd, shut up, idiot, nerd, yes. loser, boring. Yes. Like literally yes. every time, every single yes. time he would yes. bring up like his truly interesting job of dinosaur scientist. They were right. like, Dullsville, loser, nerd, well, shut up. If yeah. I may. If I may, Please, this is you may. Not, this is not pushing back. This might Please. even be complimenting the argument. <laughs> but may. outside of his career, he was kind of a dull loser nerd. <laughs> he was a mopey, dopey dude day who would he often enter scenes like, oh, my jacket got rained on today. <laughs> Joe, Joe, <laughs> why would you yes. put the mail in the garbage disposal? <laughs> Joe, maybe they were just every time he talked, they were like, hey, nerd ass, sit Shut down. Up. <laughs> you could be the president. Yeah. You'd still be a nerd. Lame. Shut up. Sit You're down so and lame, shut your, dude. Shut your yeah. mouth, Ross. <laughs> I intellectualism. Think you have a good point there. Yeah, exactly. It was probably yeah, like I do friends so that I could see paleontology Lord raised of- up to the honor it deserves. That's why I watch. <laughs> For bones. Exactly. I'm a huge bone viewer. I, yeah, I wanted to open Triceratops so bones. Much. Yeah. Old bones. That's why I watch friends. For old bones to be honored. So. <laughs> Joe, don't put the mail in the garbage garbage disposal. Rach, Rach. Yeah, you're just love me, Rach. Just love me, Rach. He he was like a human wine, like a like a wine, but like W H W H W H a wine, but a human being. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But he and mattered. somehow he mattered heavy. But he, he mattered heavy. Like towards the end of the show, Ross and Rachel was one of the most important re- like fictional relationships ever in television history. People ever were hanging on ever like, hanging on to will they get together? Exactly. And I would go so far as to say that it was the it was the Rachel proximity that elevated Ross's cool status because it was like at first it was like Rachel likes Ross, but he's such a nerd, but he's oh, such totally. a loser. Yes. And then it was like, well, if Rachel sees something in him, maybe me, the American viewer, can see something in this loser yes. nerd as well. So yes. it was like exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I believe it was Chris Rock who once made a joke, and only maybe ten people will understand this joke. I hope you do. Yes. But Jermaine Dupri was a famous rap producer, okay, and he yes. had like a three-year window where he every song he made was a hit, just a, yeah. a hit rap song. Yeah, and 
He was a great producer. Wasn't like the hottest looking guy. Right. Not the like hottest sort of man. Squirrely a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, a little squirrely. Very yeah. small and squirrely. Yeah. Um, but made hit songs. Anyway, he either got engaged to or was dating um, Janet Jackson. And I think it was Janet Jackson. And Chris Rock made a joke at some sort of BET or Grammy Awards. And he said, congratulations to Jermaine Dupree for dating Janet Jackson. In retrospect, we all could have dated Janet Jackson. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. And I think that's what the Ross Rachel dynamic kind that's of right. had, which is exactly if she, yeah. But if she, she, I believe that the storyline was built out that they were he had cr- crushed on her throughout high school and could never actually just get out of the friend zone. That's right. That's right. Right. But he's also um, a nerd loser. Nerd let's loser. Not a, let's not let's, look past let's that. Let's not forget that part. He is a nerd loser, and he loves old bones. And, and took himself uh, seriously. And took him, took himself that was seriously. the thing. That was the thing. So that he, he was took, ripe for mocking because he was a little stuffy, a little self, which makes. Which makes this bracket uh, a good bracket and a good competition because he's going up against the character who did not take himself seriously. Doofus! We got, ourselves a, we got ourselves a doofus. Yeah. We got ourselves a doofus. <laughs> I often considered myself the Tribbiani in Harvard Sailing. I guess so. Oh, that's nice. You were sort of like the, uh, yeah, yeah. That was sort of the like caricature version of yourself, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Joey was an actor, right? Yes. In the yes. show. He was like, Everyone you know. Everyone rooted for Joey Tribbiani. Yeah, Joey Triviati. He had like a weird old agent. His agent was like an old blue-haired lady who was like from another era of show business. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He just was like so classic opera, dumb guy. The yeah, dumb, dumb guy, guy who was just like he never he never set out to hurt anybody or That's right. he was just a, this dumb innocent lamb that Correct. was just too hot for his own good. Correct. Chandler was he sort of like world weary and like we said sarcastic joey was like a blank slate with a low iq was just like there with a nice jaw Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. he had a catchphrase oh do you remember his catchphrase how you doing Nice, dude. Was that, what, was that what it was? Yes. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah. How are you a, doing? How are you doing? Yeah, he was like a bit of a ladies' man. He was sort of fancying himself sort of a hunky guy. Yeah. Oh, Joey. Oh, Joey. I like Joey. I like Me Joey. too, I guess. I guess. It, I, it, seemed like, it seemed like when everyone in the room like figured something out and they all looked at each other like, oh, my God, without saying it, two seconds later, you could count on Joey figuring it, it out and then looking at everyone and saying, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, like we said, this can't be stressed enough. There's a reason the show is so iconic. It's like all the actors lived in their roles so well and just like played, like stayed in their lane and played their roles to such a perfect T that it was yeah. like undeniable. Some yep. some things are undeniable. And Joey Tribbiani is undeniable. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> He's undeniable. Damn. So Ross uh, Joey. Ross Joey. Yeah. It was Ross funny feels like, like a said, foundational beam. Th- Ross I was feels just like a gonna say that in the house. I was literally but, just going to say that. Yeah. But this isn't about – we're not trying to build a house here, Adam. Right, right. We're trying to figure out the best friend. Yeah. And like we said, there wasn't a show – there wasn't a short-lived sitcom five years after the uh, cancellation or the end of Friends that was called Ross. But there was no. one called Joey. Yes, there was that might very- have just been for desperation. That might have felt been a little desperation. Felt a little yes. desperate. Yep. <laughs> As we stated before, he's either LeBlanc or he's Joey. He's either Matt LeBlanc or he's Joey. That's what his contract says. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Um, oh, geez. I'm on this the is heart versus brain. Uh, yeah, this is, this is heart versus brain. brain. I think I know what I want. I think I know what I want. I think I know what I want. Okay, great. Let's let's maybe say it on three. Yeah. Okay. I usually okay. count down from three. Why don't you count down from okay, three? Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. 
Joey, Joey. Tribbiani. Yeah. Joey. 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 Yeah. I'm rooting yeah. for Joey. I want Yeah, jo- me too. I'm on record. I want Joey to win. Yeah, me too. I kind of did. I want Joey to win. <laughs> okay. Okay. One more. Yep. And again, first round. Cast, yep. One cast member will yeah, die. Will die here today. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. This is very, I mean, this is basically the round we just did, but now right it's now. ladies' night, uh, night, and we're and feeling, feeling right. right. Oh, what a night. L- oh, okay. what a night. Four seed oh, Phoebe night. versus five seed Mon. Monica Geller. Mon. Mm. Uh, I, I mm. personally, ha- I am such a Lisa Kudrow stan okay. uh, just in life that yep. uh, I am in no way impartial about this. Phoebe was, uh, I think. Well, I got Lisa good Kudrow- news for you. I'm a Courtney Cox stan. Oh, heck yeah. Heck I yeah. stand Cox. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I my natural allegiances lie with Phoebe here. Quirk factor, mm-hmm. um, pure comic relief, never given anything remotely close to a sincere or serious storyline ever. Like Joey, it was like, you are just silly. You are here just for the joke, just for mm-hmm. the punchline. You're adding mm-hmm. comedic flavor only. Your storylines, mm-hmm. you're going to be the C story, and it's going to be silly as hell. There's mm-hmm. nothing weighty. You're getting no sincere moments at all. Nope. Um, well, did she, she dated Paul Rudd? Am I wrong in saying? Which, was Paul Rudd her love interest? I'd be a little surprised if that was the okay. case. I don't remember, but I would be a little okay. surprised. But, but okay. may, po- possibly. I don't remember. Possibly. Um... Okay. I don't remember. She had like a funny sister that showed up, I think. She, um, oh, yes. You know who it was? Christina Applegate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or, was that, or was that Monica's? No, that wouldn't have been Monica's sister. That was probably Rachel's sister. That had to be Rachel's sister, right? Yeah. You know what? You know what I'm, you know what I'm thinking? I, I'm, and I'm doing a little bit of side Googling here. Phoebe, you're not going to believe this. Twin sister Ursula, who was a waitress, also played by Lisa Kudrow. Oh, okay. Why did we need? Why did we need? That? <laughs> okay. We so, had so much Phoebe. I know, but she had another sister who was like also quirky and goofy, I think, maybe. <laughs> Phoebe has anyway. to get paid more for that, correct? Lisa Kudrow has to get paid more. If you double play duty two roles, twin double sisters, duty. Your agent, yeah. There's no way your agent's letting you do that for the same uh, rate, correct? Uh, yeah, I don't think so. I hope not. I hope not. Um, but anyway, Phoebe, like you said, smelly cat goofball iconic symbolized like sort of came to typify sort of like mm-hmm. 90s alt coffee like she was like a coffee shop lady she was like the lady that yes. you would see at the coffee she shop was bohemian she yeah she was the one who would play the guitar at the coffee yeah. shop that's exactly right yes yeah, never had a real like, job never understood right. people never really understood how could someone like that get by and she ultimately ushered in like the next 30 years of yeah, people her age yeah exactly like slightly new agey sort of was like right. that 90s sort of iconography type character meanwhile monica, monica was back of house monica's in the kitchen she was an executive yeah. chef as would be like oh wow you'd be that's reminded right. like once you'd be reminded like that's once a right. season that she's a chef I completely forgot. Yes, that's right. It's kind of like <laughs> I uh, forgot. Yeah, Bill Cosby's wife, um, Felicia Rashad. You'd be like yes. reminded she was a lawyer. You never You're like, oh yeah, office, but like <laughs> take you, our word they for just it. Told you, she's a lawyer. Yeah, trust um, us. Yeah, Monica was a chef. She was a control freak. She was a yeah, hoarder. Right. She ended up with Chandler. Um, yeah. she was very high strung. Just classic Geller. Yeah, classic yeah. Geller. 
Yeah, classic Geller. I always thought that there was something a little, like, Jewish-coded about the Gellers, like Monica and Ross. There was something that, like, they were telling us that they were, like, Jewish without telling us. Like, Did Ross you say that is their a- parent, their dad was Elliot Gould? Yeah, exactly. I guess that was them telling us they're Jewish. I yeah. don't think that there's anything coded about <laughs> Elliot Gould being your Jewish father. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. She's high-strung. He's a dweeb. Their dad's Elliot Gould. It's like, okay, here's Jewish siblings. Um, that was big. I mean, that was a big time for, we're not bringing up Jewish. Jewish faith or many specific Jewish choices. Right. That was like New York Jews. Yeah, you could tell. Another, they yeah. were having another moment. Like from Seinfeld, it was just like, talk like him without yeah, saying exactly. it. Exactly. Right. Yeah, Monica, I feel like my impression of the Monica dynamic in the group, like you so so lovelily articulated, control freak, like always the most anxious, I feel like. Most anxious. Yes. Needs and things to go right. Yeah, exactly. Again, sort of the opposite of Phoebe. Again, mm-hmm. similar to the Ross Joey thing. Uh, it's like, yeah, Phoebe and Monica very much sort of like per- diametrically opposite personalities here. Uh, maybe that's another why I'm drawn to Phoebe. Yeah, another, another hugely foundational. Yeah, but let me ask you, Adam, if we go into the second round of this, the best friend bracket, and there are no Gellers on the board, are you going to be upset? No, hell no. I mean, um, in many ways, uh, like people say, the ball doesn't lie. The bracket doesn't lie. It's like the bracket doesn't if lie. The bracket does not lie. This is this is scientifically proven. Um, these brackets are FDA approved, so Billy and I are are certified to be making these sort of decisions. So, like, I Correct. trust our gut, and I don't look back. Okay, and I won't look back either. I think we know who's <laughs> won this four or five between <laughs> Phoebe so. versus Monica. Okay, I think so. Yeah. Um, I I don't even think we have to count to three. I think we're just going to congratulate Phoebe Buffet. Phoebe, well, wait, what was her last name? Buffet. Okay, love it. We love, we, we love it. Phoebe Buffet. You didn't know Phoebe Buffet. <laughs> Buffet. <laughs> love okay. it even more. All right, we love it. We love it. Um, so the, were there any upsets? No, Bill. There were no higher seeds all advance. Wow. Okay. In the second round, we're gonna fa- we're gonna see Rachel versus Joey, and we're gonna see Chandler versus Phoebe. It's going to be a freaking bloodbath, dude. Great, yeah, this is a bloodbath here. Yeah. Yikes! <laughs> Yikes! Okay. All right, Adam. Um, all right, we're gonna go into a second act break right now. We're gonna come back, and then we're gonna wrap this thing up. But we're also going to talk about very briefly um, the best of the best that's coming up with yes. the seven other. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna quiz you to see if you can name the seven wait. other winners. From those I can't games, wait. Okay? Cannot wait. Okay. But first, do you want to sing one line from the Rembrandt song, um, the hit theme song to Friends? I would love to. Clap, 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 clap. Welcome back to No Joke. Today, Billy and I are doing our best friend bracket, selecting the ultimately the best character from the uh, sitcom Friends. Um, I would – obviously, we can't do it, and we have a best of best coming up, but I would love to do a clap bracket. At some point. A cla- yeah. Cla- oh, that's funny, Billy. A clap bracket. Like the eight most iconic cultural claps. Yeah. Yep. That yep. we have. That's why. Why do we even do? Can I ask you, why do we do no joke? Why don't we just do a podcast called Brackets? Brackets. I mean, this is just sell. It this sells is what itself. we like to do. We like. It yeah, sells is- itself. And like I mentioned before, we are certified legally to do this. So, like, what we decide, what we decide, and what, what, when we ultimately decide on winners of these brackets, which is why it's so mm-hmm. important, that is written and codified into law. This is this is the this is unarguable truths that we're sort of landing on here. So, I don't know why we don't just do this all, all the time. We should. All right. If, if you yeah. guys sign on to your podcast apps one day, and no joke, is just isn't there, but now there's this new podcast you've subscribed to called Brackets. It's a good business decision That's us. for us. That's right. I'm, just That's gonna, right. I'm gonna say that right now. That's a better business decision <laughs> yeah. that we could make. Exactly. Exactly. All right. 
And to prove that point, Adam, real quick, we've okay. done seven other brackets. Wow. We've done seven other brackets. Wow. I have the seven winners in front of me. Unreal. Um, whoever wins this, the best friend bracket will go up against these in the final best of the best bracket coming up soon. Incredible. Um, I'm trying to figure out the best way to play this game. I'm going to say the name of the bracket, and you're going to just try and tell me who won that. I day. think okay. so. I think so. Yeah, let's okay. just see. Let's see how memory holds here. Okay. Okay. Um, let's start with this one. Okay. Uh, the juice. The juice bracket. Juice bracket. If uh, I think I remember a grape going pretty far, I'm going to go ahead and say grape juice won that one. Ding ding ding. Ding That's ding amazing. baby. Oh, we freaking love it. Okay. Bra- round two. The breakfast yep. bracket. Okay, breakfast bracket loaded with icons. Uh, I'm going to have to go ahead and say, knowing us, uh, I don't remember the exact contestants, how we worded them all, but I'm going to go ahead and say uh, egg scramble, scrambled egg. Pretty pretty sure we said pancakes. Pancakes, straight up. And when we said pancakes, we were both shocked and confused, and we kind of had to just turn the microphones off. (laughs) We were... We were literally yeah. stunned. We were we like, I don't know how we got here. This, this we, get we broke here? the bracket. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, great. Pancakes. Fair. Yep. Number three, the hat bracket. Who won the hat bracket? The hat bracket. Okay, good question. The hat bracket. Ball cap, I think, made it pretty far. And snow hat, dare I say snow hat won that bracket? Snow hat for the win. Snow hat, a.k.a. beanie for the win. Beanie. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's my guess. Incorrect baseball hat. Yeah, ball cap. Okay, fair. Yep, good choice, us. Yep. <laughs> the back-to-school bracket. Oh, that's a good one. I remember this. Remember doing this. What won the back-to-school bracket? If I had to say now, I would say your simple spiral notebook. But what did we choose then as yes. our winner of the school supply yes. bracket? I'm going to have to go Dixon Ticonderoga number two pencil. Super on brand. Any opportunity we have to say Dixon, Dixon Tycon, you know that we obviously get that Rogue in. Tyconic. <sighs> Folks, take a minute. Take a minute. He said it's Tyconic. It's a Tyconic pencil brand. Take uh, a minute. Let that soak in. It was rulers. It was rulers. rulers. Okay. <laughs> One of four correct. You okay, know yourself. Is... You really know yourself. Uh, kind of. Ready? Number okay. five, the French fry bracket. Oh, French fry bracket. Did we go steak fries here? I think we went steak fries. Wow, we did go steak fries. Yeah, good okay, job. good. I good. was certain we went curly fries. <laughs> yeah, steak, robust. Yeah. You should probably remember these last couple. Who okay. the bagel bracket? Oh, bagel bracket was everything. You were incorrect. The bagel bracket was everything in more than in more ways than one. Yeah. This, I'm, I'm realizing that this is nothing but spoilers for people who haven't listened to the bracket episode. That's okay. That's why you have to stay up to date, folks. Exactly. Exactly. Stay up to date, folks. We will That's spoil. Right. That's right. <laughs> Unlike the garlic bagel, we will spoil. But I'm cheating. We love that. Oh, garlic one. Okay, good. Nice. Garlic one. And then okay. last week, Adam, let's spoil it. Who won the sandwich bracket? Uh, oh, we took the Reuben, obviously, all the way. All the took way. Took the Reuben. You could bang it against the, the building. Zone. Yep. Structural okay. integrity. So, okay, great. The best friend is winners. going to go up against garlic bagel, Reuben steak fries, wow. rulers, baseball hats, pancakes, and grape juice to determine what is the best thing. <laughs> thing. And what is the best of the best? But first, what Adam, we have to determine okay. who is the best friend. Okay, Bill. Now let's who, go to now, the one three. Let's do. Let's it. go right to the one three. Rachel great. versus Joey. Jesus. 
Okay. Right. Wow. Same. Jesus Christ. Yes, I same. mean, Jesus this Christ. Is like, Jesus Christ. Um, Rachel versus Joey. Again, can't speak Got highly it. enough of Rachel's sort of like the cultural footprint of Rachel Green is is mm-hmm. long and wide and vast. Jennifer Aniston, you know, the, the, her Brad Pitt marriage and then unmarriage mm-hmm. uh, just like kept Rachel in the headlines for decades after the show and was we done. We wanted Rachel to find love. I we think wanted we did. Rachel to find happiness. We were yeah. invested in Rachel's life. Big time. Big, big time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, big time. Um, ooh, this is hard. I would almost but Joey, say, yeah, Joey put a smile on your face every, every time. Thursday. We're he talking didn't every have a time. Lot of drama. He didn't have a lot of drama, and he wasn't no. looking for drama. He was right. there to give you your sitcom needs a good yeah, laugh after yeah. a hearty meal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well said. <laughs> well, exactly. After a okay. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, like mm-hmm. this is another heart versus head where it's like if you're tell if you're asking me from which character did I derive the most belly laughs, aka joy, it's Joey Tribbiani, if I'm gonna Facts. be honest with you. It, but is that if, why you went? Or did you yeah. also go to learn how to love? Right. And to learn the nuances of relationships right. and the complications of growing up as a single right. in New York City. Yep. Yep. Well, I didn't because I was 13, so I wanted mm. the goofy. I liked the guy who had the pet duck. Um, so well, I was I was learning about relationships at the time, and I wanted to get as much as I could. So there was something to be said for me investing in Rachel's happiness and learning yeah. what women want and what women don't. <laughs> what women want? <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good point. That's a good point. She probably had mm-hmm. a, a few more sort of like lifelong takeaways from Rachel rather than Joey, for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, mm-hmm. this is really hard. But though. I do. Love me some Tribbiani. Tribbiani. His last name. This is a, a Joey Tribbiani. Yeah, it's so good, so funny. I mean, iconic hairstyles. Both. I don't know what to do here. I, if there's I, no, okay, let me let yeah. me close you this. Please. We got to break through the ice here. I know. I just. Gotta, I know. I know. We both know. We both know. <laughs> I know. Um, if there was an episode that didn't feature Joey. Yeah. Like he just wasn't in that episode, or there was yeah. an episode that didn't feature Rachel. Yeah. yeah. And you tuned in that Thursday again after a hearty meal. Meal. Who, meal. Which episode yeah. would you be more disappointed by? The one without Joey or the one without Rachel? I think 13 year old me, um, at the time that Friends was airing, I'd be disappointed by No Joey. I think. Wow. Uh, I think the by no, no Joe podcast? I, I, <laughs> yeah, exa- exactly. I think okay. I'd be disappointed because he was one of my favorite TV goofballs. Uh, okay. Now, as a seasoned, mature adult who's in a loving mm-hmm. relationship, yeah, uh, I, I, I may be more invested in the Rachel arc. Uh, but mm. at the time, Joey, man. For me, for me, Joey. This this is I don't this could be a seven hour podcast. I don't know how to get rid of my mighty uh, Rachel right now. <laughs> how do we how do we resolve this? Um man Damn. Well let's put it this way. Um let's okay. just put it this way. Like you said Matt, Matt LeBlanc, let's just talk, talk about it. Like, let's take a bit of a meta point of view here. As actors, Jennifer Aniston has done a lot of like cool indie movies. Remember that movie she was in, like The Good Girl? She's Hold like, on, no. Hold on, we're talking about Rachel. I, I know, I know, but, but okay. here's, okay. here's my point. Okay. Here's my point. Okay. I'm speaking. Okay. That my 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 sort of point was how how much did the how much did the uh, icon status of their role in Friends affect like who's who could know who could. 
who was better at escaping the friend's shadow? Whose shadow casts a longer legacy? The Joey shadow or the Rachel shadow? That's kind of my point. Is that like hmm. careers outside of friends speaks to who cast the larger shadow? Is is my only was my only sort of like idea there. Uh, hmm. And and like you said, Matt LeBlanc only ever played Matt LeBlanc or Joey, so that's a pretty big shadow. I mean, that's like but Joey's so funny, so funny, so funny. Damn. Joey. <laughs> I know, Bill. I know. All right, dude. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'll get rid of my Rachel. I'll get rid of my Rachel. Wow, this is amazing. Okay, I will get rid of my Rachel. I will get rid of my Rachel. I have to say it a few times. I I can't believe it. Until I I hear myself say it. Rachel, you have to go now. We love you. We love you. We love you and loved you. Absolutely. We crushed on you. But it's Joey time. Tribbiani time, baby. Oh, my God. So I think I've so. heard of upsets before. Yeah, I've never is... upset myself where I, my yeah. brain never would have believed for a second that Rachel yeah. would get the L. But here Tribbiani. we are. Tribbiani <laughs> took her out. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. We now needed we an upset. We needed an upset comedy versus bracket. comedy. Say oh, again, yeah. I said we needed an upset in this bracket. I'm sorry that it had to be Rachel, but, you know. The number one so goes down. Number and one now it's down. the comedy bracket. Yeah, this probably the most guaranteed laughs per line. Yeah. Chandler versus Phoebe. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay. Chandler. Phoebe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my my sort of emotional connection to Phoebe, to me, mm-hmm. I have a I have a kooky musician free spirit aunt. My Aunt Ronnie like is Phoebe in many ways, kind of like yes. not of course not necessarily, but like I saw much I know this is, sounds goofy, but like a- almost ridiculous even. But of all the characters and friends where it's like who do you see yourself in? Honestly, for me, it was kind of Phoebe. It was okay. like, that's who I like. I was like, yeah, I kind of want to be like a jobless, weird, bohemian, busking, goofy, space cadet, airhead. That's like kind of what I want to be. <laughs> okay. That's like a that's little bit what I want. Yeah. That's interesting because I saw myself as Chandler. I was yeah. the smart ass. I, smart I was like, smart I, you guys can't see what's so obvious to everyone else. That's and right. he was written so great. God, so was, who wins, yeah. Adam? Is it, right. the, is it your aunt or is it me at 17? Yeah, right. Yeah, Chandler yeah, Phoebe. Yeah, yeah. Chandler Phoebe. Yeah. I hate to say it. I feel like Phoebe was a good reactor. I feel like Phoebe wouldn't necessarily bring the heat, but she could react to the heat in ways that other actors couldn't. Whereas I think that Chandler could bring – he could basically just do plays on his own. Sometimes exactly. you could just run a play for Chandler, whereas Phoebe kind of needed to be a team player in most I, jokes. I think, I think that's pretty wise. I mean like we said – Phoebe wasn't given a lot of like hefty, hearty, and maybe I'm missing mm-hmm. something here, but like a lot of hefty, hearty, sort of like emotional beats in the same way that Chandler was, especially later in the series when Chandler mm-hmm. and Monica were like having an affair, had to keep it secret from the friends. Oh my yes. gosh, it was revealed. It was like that was like the motor of the end of the series was like Chandler and Monica's love affair. So mm-hmm. that was very much like the meat of the show towards the back end of, of the series' run, if I remember correctly. Phoebe never really got mm-hmm. that. She had a twin sister also played by her. It was just mm-hmm. like that was her foil. Was like also right. Lisa Kudrow. So I think you you're know, right about that. Yeah. And I kind of like the Gellers coming back, like getting a little more Geller storyline. If we were, if yeah. we were to go with Chandler, suddenly yeah. it would be because of the of support. The no, you're right. Of the Gellers. You're right. <laughs> 
<laughs> and that that could that could maybe put the like the Geller Nation to rest. Like, yeah, so you we know can already what? hear you clamoring, Geller Nation. We can already yes. hear you. We can hear we the, all the know... angry emails coming in. Yeah, yes, we hear the typing happening. You know how those characters like fall <laughs> off a bridge in the first act, and you're like, well, I just <laughs> yeah. assume they died. But then in the rubble, they come walking out in the third act, holding the yeah. American flag. Yeah, you know that scene. Where that's they come Monica. out of the rubble holding the American flag, and you're like, I, that's how we do it in the States? They're alive now? <laughs> that's the Gellers. That's, that's the Gellers. That's how we do it in the States. States. We're alive now. <laughs> oh, listen. Shit, that's so I had to give to up my Rachel, and I fear no. you have to give up your fee. Be What's fair is fair, and I say goobay to the buffet. And I say fly bye free, buffet. smelly cat. Fly free. Yeah. Bye-bye, smelly bye cat. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye-bye. It's roommate time. This is crazy, dude. Joey crazy. B. Chandler? This is for the, the best friend? Wow. Yes, for the best friend, Joey V. Chandler. Wow. Both bring a lot of heat, and my heart already knows who it wants. Me too. <laughs> Me too. My heart is screaming out of my chest right now. It's <laughs> literally it screaming. Brief. Yeah, yeah. Let's keep it real brief. <laughs> yeah. Um, On the count of three, let's say yeah. who the best friend is. Yeah. Three, two, one. Joey Joseph Tribbiani. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Triple threat. <laughs> Triple threat. Like, I think I feel very secure with this choice. Yes. I feel very in my body about this. Joey I, no. Tribbiani, the triple threat, Tribby Tribby. <laughs> yeah, he's he's the one. He's the one. He's the one, folks. Yeah, he's the one. Hop on Netflix and check <laughs> out the, the one, one. Tribbiani. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The best yeah, I, friend. I think so. I feel good about our choice here today. I think we did. If we get today. in the best of the best bracket, <laughs> Trivia. the bracket bracket, Tribbiani versus rulers, I'll die. <laughs> <laughs> Tri- wow. Tribbiani, a late addition to, I mean, the la- the final piece to the bracket bracket puzzle, the only sentient human being, and by that we mean fictional character. He's going to yes. be going up against maybe grape juice, maybe a Reuben sandwich, maybe yes. rulers. Like Billy said, maybe ball cap. Yeah, I am, you never know. I am pulling for Tribbiani. Hard, heavy, hard, heavy, oh. <laughs> heavy. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, me too, buddy. Woo. Well, the listeners have been warned. I think that we should just switch up no joke and only do brackets episodes for the rest of our lives. But that that's could just be okay. Me, that, uh, maybe it's not just you. I mean, I could be convinced of doing that. This is. I mean, this is. We're making real good progress here, and we're changing the world one bracket at a time. Folks, the clap bracket? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, the on, clap man. bracket. Yes. Clap, 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 <laughs> clap, he said. <laughs> Good job. We've done eight brackets, folks. Oh. We have the best of the best coming up. It might coming not be up. next week, but the bracket bracket will be on the horizon. For sure. For sure. Congrats, Tribbiani. Congrats, Joey. You made it, buddy. Good job, Joe. For yep. the No Joe podcast. Yep. And for this, the best friend bracket, I am Billy yes. Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And like always, we will bracket or not bracket next week. Thank you so much. That was a HeadGum Podcast.